What's up, my G's? Week five. We are here. Spence, what is up, man? I'm up, baby. I'm up. Biggest upset of the week. Back in the game. Let's do it. Let's dive into it, baby. Maybe biggest upset of the season. Maybe biggest upset of fantasy football history. Ooh, hot take. All right, we're starting early. All right. Well, jumping right into it. Last week, week four results. Uh, big dick of the week. Felt good to uh, to get off the schneid. Old Lightning, 165 in a, in a shootout with the art of the comeback. Scoring 159 and losing. That is pretty rough. I'm not going to lie. Uh, next up, second winner. Das Boot, currently in first place, our, our guest from last week. He scored 164, beat uh, Jujun, you know what I'm saying, 144, and third high score, Dog, 151, took down Run CMC, or the new Run CMC, 146. Next up, Kareem Pie took down, or Kareem Pie dropped 143. Uh, they beat the ever-changing team name uh, of Bill. We're just going to refer to him as Bill from now on. Uh, he scored 109. And then the man himself, Grits, formerly vegan, scored 141, eking out a win. Closest game of the week, beating the Bear Jew, 141 to 138. And last but not least, well, actually, definitely least, Poppy scoring 125, beating Nash, who had the little dick of the week, with 108. I got to say, that might be the highest scoring week we've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, it was in, it was incredible. It was a fun day to watch football. Just notification after notification, had the red zone going, touchdown after touchdown. It was, it, it was, it was fun to watch. Yeah. And I mean, and like the usual usual suspects, I mean, we had like uh, the Rams and the, the Vikings go Thursday night, but then the Chiefs really didn't even have that big of a game uh, on Monday night. So a lot of the other teams picking up the slack, but hopefully that keeps going. Um, all right, so to, to recap, real quick, current standings, Dospu, first place, 4-0, Dog Abides, 3-1 and in second place, Poppy, second place, 3-1. and Bear Jew, fourth place, two and two. Run CMC, two and two. Juju, know what I'm saying, two and two. Kareem Pie, two and two. Old Lightning, two and two. Nasty, ninth place, the last two and two team. Then next up, two one and three teams. We got the Art of the Comeback, one and three. Grit in eleventh place, one and three. But on a one game winning streak. And then bringing up the rear, zero oh and four. Rookie of the year. Who TF is Mike Davis? <laughs> I got to say, though, the one thing that jumps out to me about the standings is Timmy's points against 633. Mm. Mm. If, if that was a team, they would be the highest scoring team by 30 points. Yeah, rough, rough, rough. That's, that's fantasy football, man. That's why some people like to do the whole season long points wise so you can 
really see who has the best overall team, but we don't do that here. Head to head, it's a week to week league, and right now he's just he just has some tough breaks. Yep, and I just pulled up the average. So that's he, his points against are 158 <laughs> points per game, which is insane. Uh, what? That, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, for four games he's had 158 points a game scored against him. So that there's no way that can keep up. Um, his team is better than one and three. I will say, you know, this I talk, we talked about this a little bit in the off season, but didn't pick up much steam. Uh, there are some leagues that do every week you play two games. So you play one game against the team you're playing. Uh, so you don't lose that aspect of it, but then you play another game against the league average. So let's say for the league average for that week. So let's say the league average this week was like a hundred and 27, um, Drama, for example, he won his game, but since he only scored 125, his team would have gone uh, one and one. Whereas, like Tim, who scored 159, but he lost, he would go one and one. But, you know, me or Das Boot or you, because we scored over 125 and we won, we would be two and all in the week. So, kind of an interesting concept, but something to think about for, for next year. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I don't. It, it, it's one way or the other. Like, you know, we can't accommodate all needs. You know, that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. You know, I, I, that's just too much like everybody gets a trophy, you know? Like, yeah. I hear you. Uh, I hear you. All right. Well, jump into uh, the, the big pickups of the week. It was a little quieter on the waiver wire. Um, not gonna lie, I got outbid a couple times. I was, I was a little, little butt hurt when I woke up this morning, but then I remember. Then I remembered I scored 165 and one, and and felt a lot better. Um, so, the big pickups, and let me pull it up because I didn't write the team names down. But first one, yourself, Kiki Cutie, 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 however you say. It. I think it's Cutie. I think it's Kiki Cutie. Uh, picked him up for 28. Next highest bid was 11. Uh, Nick Chubb, 21 to the Bear Jew. Next highest bid was 14. Uh, Mike Davis, 17. Next highest bid was no one even at all tried to pick him up. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tennessee defense went went for seven, and that was probably. One of the one of the closer ones we've seen. That went for seven. Bearju had six on it. I had six on it. Art of the comeback at three. Das Boot had three. So a lot of people are interested in streaming the the Tennessee D this week. Um, and then Drama uh, spending six dollars on Blake Bortles, aka the boat, aka the BB gun. So uh, of those. Why do you think no one else bid on Mike Davis? His team name is Who the Fuck is Mike Davis? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I I thought that he had a was it, wasn't he the one getting the the carries this past Sunday? 
Yeah. What was that? Cost? Yeah, no, it was it was like a it was a reasonable pickup. Like looking back on, it, I mean, but I I wonder if it's and this is more big picture than our league. Like I wonder if it's one of those things where had it not been a Sunday, like a quick Sunday thing, where we found out Chris Carson was inactive, but. You know, if we had found out on Thursday, like, do you think the beat writers would have been like, oh, yeah, actually, Rashard Penny's not going to play at all. It's gonna, really going to be this guy. Or do you think, like, Pete Carroll was playing against Rashard Penny in his fantasy league and was like, you know what, fuck these guys. Pete Carroll's a weird guy, man. I, I can definitely see him doing the latter. And and just, just fucking with the media and everything and, and, and just not letting everybody know his full hand. So, I don't think that was by accident. Yeah. I also, I mean, Tim needs a running back, but I don't see Mike Davis continuing because, I mean, they drafted Rashad Penny and Chris Carson's coming back, so who knows. Um, all right, but let's get into uh, the thing you and I are most interested in, and therefore the league is going to hear a lot about it over the next 30 to 35 minutes before we get on to the week preview. Uh, our trade. One of the, maybe the first. Have there been any other trades this year? I don't. I don't. I don't think there's been any trades this year. There, there've been trade talks. Uh, yeah. Trades. Let's see. Yeah, first trade of the year. Therefore, the biggest trade of the year. So I sent you Cooper Cup and Jamal Williams, uh, and in return you sent me Dion Lewis and Keelan Cole. I think a pretty even trade seemed from the reaction of everybody seemed to be a pretty even trade as well. Even I think you said uh your trade calculator said it was pretty close. So why don't you start and uh walk us through your thought process here. And okay. um if if you have any buyer's remorse, because I will say actually I don't have any buyer's remorse. I have none. Um so my thought process is carry on Johnson has to get the ball more. There's just no fucking way that he can continue to get eight carries a game and do what he does. He has half the carries as Blunt, three times as many yards. So, I'm comfortable. I'm okay with starting carry on. Okay? Deion Lewis, though, on the other hand, I thought he was going to be a lot better so far. He's had a few good games. But he's had two off games that have really hurt me. So I think he's going to get good down the stretch. I just don't have time for that shit. So yeah. the PPR value that I traded away for a Sean McVay Ram, I needed a wide receiver because I can't tell you why. Uh, I can't give you my full hand because I still want to make some moves. Okay, fuck it. You know what? I don't see Calvin Ridley continuing to put up the numbers that he's put up. Um, my research has shown it kind of like I'm hoping I'm wrong like I was against Kamara, but just he's not getting the opportunity. He's just putting up stud-type numbers with whatever he's given, and it's the touchdown. But to, to that point, that's not even like a hot take, so I don't think you're giving anything away. I mean, if he were to continue – like he's on pace to score 24 touchdowns as a rookie, so <laughs> – like, but, but continue. <laughs> Yeah, so I wasn't really comfortable with him starting uh, week to week. I think he's going to have another big game this week uh, against Pittsburgh's shoddy secondary. But I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't like him as my week to week guy. So I wanted to get another wide receiver. 
uh, I was Cooper Cup was one of those people that I had been kicking myself for not drafting all year because I just felt like he was just not he was like the, I felt like he was Chris Hogan like Chris Hogan on the Rams but I drafted Jameson Crowder ahead of him so I've been kicking myself all year for not having him and all year for not getting a single Ram uh, in Sean McVay's genius offense so. I want a Cooper Cup. I think he's a solid week to week guy. He's in my starting lineup and what I gave up for him in Deion Lewis. I don't I I wasn't gonna start I was gonna start Deion Lewis this week in my flex, but like I don't it it'd it have been plenty of weeks where he'd have been on my bench because I'm not sure if he has the better matchup or not, or I'm not sure if Marcus Mariota is gonna be filling him that week. Cooper Cup on the other hand, I I think he can guarantee twelve to fifteen points a week. So that's my thought process behind it. Yeah, I I agree. I actually think our our teams were like perfectly set up to um to make this trade cuz you could afford to give away one of those running backs. Um whereas I could afford to give away a receiver. I wanted I wanted one back in return with the the Keelan Cole thing cuz I mean, I'm just with with Stefan Diggs, you're waiting any day for him to just like bull hammy. Um uh, Baldwin is coming off an injury, so he, he said himself he's never going to be fully right. So I wanted to keep some depth there. Uh, as a as a long time, nearly lifelong Rams fan, uh, it was it was <laughs> it was it was pretty tough to give away Cooper Cup. Um, especially, you know, I like having the the quarterback receiver combo because every time they score, you get the double points. Mm-hmm. But he really is perfect as like, you know, he he's not every week's not going to be like last week where he he blows up, but you know, he's going to get you that like twelve to fifteen. You can feel like you can pretty much lock that in. Um, and then with with Dean Lewis, like he, he he's already the best running back on my team. I mean, my running backs are so bad. Like, um, I think it's it's a boost there. Keelan Cole, like at least will will add to the depth that I get in return. Um, and then, you know, I knew it was a done deal when, uh, you asked for Cooper cup. Cause I mean, let's face it. You love white people. And, <laughs> Actually, and but you know, I looked at your team and not only do you love white, white people, but you love white fantasy football players. And this is, uh, this is some advanced metrics you actually have more white guys on your team than Timmy and Tron have combined. Hey, man. It's, it's, it's <laughs> I like diversity, man. So that's where I, I knew it was, uh, it, it, was, it was a match made in heaven. So <laughs> I'm excited. I'm going to be starting Deion Lewis and Keelan Cole this week. Um, looking forward to uh, just getting some of those, those Marcus Mariota check downs in the, in the lineup. So, it's not not the sexiest pickup, but better than what I got. So, got to take it one week at a time when you're in the bottom of the standings. Um, overall, yeah, I feel like it's it's uh, one of the rare trades though where you look at it and you're just like, ah, it's pretty pretty even. Um, to uh, yeah, a- anything else you want to add before we get into the the matchups? Ah, man, let's get into it. All right, I will say. Um, so we have a, a special edition of the power rankings so um as you guys all know i requested everyone to send in their power rankings uh 
the at the beginning of the year, we we're going to do a champions power ranking. So everybody who'd won, that way we could average it out, um, and that way it wouldn't just be it wouldn't just be me and Spence saying who we think are the best teams. But other than drama, none of them did that. One person did respond though. He has not won a championship yet, uh, and that is Nash, the owner of Nashty. So he sent me his power rankings. Pretty excited to reveal this. Uh, so we're we're going to start at the bottom. In okay. <laughs> in twelfth. Nash has grit. Wow. <laughs> okay. Next up, uh, in 11th, he has himself, Nashty. Then in 10th, he has who the fuck is, and then dot, dot, dot. So also known as Bill. Uh, ninth, you know what I'm saying? Uh, eighth, he has Poppy's Angels, which is a pretty far drop. I think they're higher up in this actual standing. Seventh, dog, controversial. He's I think he's third right now. Maybe second. Um, sixth, Art of the Comeback. Fifth, Old Lightning. Fourth, Kareem Pie. Third, the new run, CMC. Second, Bear Jew. And then first, our current leader in the clubhouse, Dot Boot. Any any hot takes you see there? Um, dogs are a little love. Yeah. Dogs are a little love for me. Um, CMC's a little high. It seems good. Don't get me wrong. I know he doesn't listen, but it's just, I feel like he's been getting lessons. Um, no, nah, other than that, I put myself at like 10, 11. Everything else I got, I got, I, I kind of agree with. Yep. All right. So let's get into the matchups. Way to go, Nash. Yep. Nash, thanks for participating. Uh, we appreciate that. You are... You are welcome on the show anytime, man. You just let us know. We'll always have a spot for you. <laughs> um, on that note, we're going to jump right into his game. We've got 2-2 two and two versus 1-1. One and one. The team uh, currently in ninth place, I believe, um, going against Tim. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Nashty in ninth place going against Tim in tenth. Uh, we're still going off Yahoo projections, so work in progress. Uh, Nash, 117. Timmy, 120. Um, some highlights for Nash's team. He's got Big Ben, uh, ODB, Jarvis Landry, and I would say Matt Breida. Um, Timmy, yeah, I like him too. Uh, Timmy's got Deshaun Watson and Hopkins. Uh, he's got Adams, but Adams popped up on the injury report, and then Travis Kelsey, but they got a tough matchup going against Jacksonville. What do you think about this one? Tough week for Tim. Tough week, big week for him. Tough season, goes, Tim. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I again, the power rankings. His team was pretty high. I think his team is ranked there. I think his team is that good. But again, his best player, Kelsey. One of his best players, Kelsey, the toughest defense in the league. Devontae Adams popped up with a calf injury. I don't want to see any type of leg injury on my top, on my wide receiver, too. Um, Austin Eckler's a backup. Philip Lindsay's also a timeshare. And Emmanuel Sanders, while I, while I think he's a stud, I think he underperformed last week against a shoddy, a shoddy Kansas City team. So moments like that make me think, like, what are you going to get, get against a shoddy Jets team? You never know. 
Uh, we're looking on the other side with Odell and Jarvis. Odell, Odell and that Giants team is not good because he's a wide receiver. And Eli's to the point of his career where he can't get it to the numbers anymore. So Shepard's not better than Odell by any means, but I feel like he's in a better situation right now. Um, Brita, I mean, you know CJ Bethard's not going to do anything, so he's going to have a lot tougher time. I don't know what they're doing with Kenyon Drake. And uh, I, I really do like Robert Woods. I think Robert Woods is going to have a big game. So this is a toss-up right here this week. I, I'm i going with Nashie. I'm going with Nashie with the win. I'm hoping Nashie wins for, for standings purposes, put Tim at one and four, a good team that's going to have to fight to come back. I like that, okay? Keep his ass down for a little bit. Um, <laughs> Yes, I, I'm going with Nashie with the win. He goes to three and two, and Tim goes to one and four. Yeah, that would be huge for standing purposes if he's one and four. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, it, if it does, that would be like some historical bad luck. Um, but Watson and Hopkins are playing well. Uh, Kelsey, I, I feel like, you know, Jacksonville is one of those defenses where the cornerbacks are so good, they might, like, things can kind of funnel either to the running backs or to the tight ends um, just to keep them away. So he's got some potential. Um, the only thing with that, with Kelsey, even though Kelsey is, like, the tight end one right now, but I think that's more just because tight ends suck, uh, Mahomes is actually so good that he spreads the ball around. Like, he's not – in fantasy, you almost want an offense that's, like, good but not efficient – so they just force the – I mean, Hopkins is a perfect example. Like, they just throw it to him all the time. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm going going Tim, uh, but I think it's going to be a pretty close one. Yeah, so. it's definitely going to be close. Definitely going to be close. Um, well, no, scratch that. It, I think it's going right. to be close, but it could easily be a blowout on Tim's side. I think if Tim wins, he, it's going to be a blowout. I think if Nash wins, it's going to be close. How long with, I mean, running back's tough, like, just to find anybody, but how long, how much longer before Nash has to cup eight on Kenyon Drake? He's coming off of, uh, he's had 2.6, 3, 17, and 9.6 over the last four games. So, like, at what point, he only had three carries, three and five carries the yeah. last two games. Like, yeah. I mean, what was that, was it his fourth round pick or third round pick, something like that? I want to say fourth. Fourth round. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I didn't think it was a bad pick. It's just his projections have literally cut in half since the start of the season. He was starting off the season 16 points. I don't understand why they're not giving him the ball. Like, I don't understand. Like, is he in a doghouse or something? Because everything that I'm reading talking about, all right, he's due for a big game. His efficiency is there. Like, he's, he's – it's not like he sucks. Like, he uh, – I think before last week, he was averaging like five yards a carry. He was only getting the ball like three times a game, so I I don't know I don't know uh, I think I think if uh he'll be benched this after this week if he doesn't do anything I can guarantee that I don't know if he's gonna be cut though. I mean he's getting he's getting Frank Gord right now like I don't know what it is because Frank Gord's not good I mean he's he's not terrible but I don't know what it is that coaches become enamored with him like maybe it's just their fear of people fumbling that they're just like, all right, this guy, Frank gets ball. Frank runs hard. That's it. 
<laughs> you ever seen that silverback gorilla angry dog? It's like that it's like that video where they asking where the zookeepers at. You don't want to anger Frank Gore. You give him the ball, make him happy, or, or ship him out. <laughs> All right. Uh, tough thing for Tim, actually. Uh, one other thing while well, he's, he's starting those running backs. He's got Tevin Coleman, and uh, what's his name? Freeman is supposed to be coming back. So he's had a nice so, run with Tevin Coleman. That might be coming to an end if Freeman's back. All right. So I think Coleman is better with Freeman. I don't know Interesting. why. I he every time he's in there with Freeman, he gets he he vultures targets from Freeman. He gets the big plays, and you're like, damn, like he should be the starter. And then he just started for the past what three weeks, and he didn't do shit. I yeah. don't. He he works well with with Freeman coming in there and spurt. I don't know. Well, it's the last year of his contract, so hopefully he signs with a better team. Uh, maybe Pittsburgh when Le'Veon's gone. Um, all right, next game, uh, Poppy's Angels in third place, three and one, going against Juju. Know what I'm saying? Uh, Juju is favored one twenty three to one eighteen. Um, obviously, he's got Juju. He's getting Edelman back. He's getting Mixon back. He's getting Ingram back. He's got David Johnson, who showed some life last week, and Jordan Reed going down to New Orleans in what will probably be a shootout. Um, Poppy is rolling out the BB gun. Uh, he's got James Conner, Marshawn Lynch, Zach Hurts, Didi. It's ugly, but somehow Mark keeps winning. What, what do you think about this one? Maybe this would be the week he actually does lose, because I'm going to go with him this week. Right. Here's why. Julian Edelman coming back off the ACL, also coming back off PEDs. I I don't see him doing much yet. People don't realize that like when you when you on those PEDs, like you are winning. But when you come off of those, and people don't know that you're on them, or, or people didn't know that you were on them in the, to, while you were flying, they don't realize that you're not as good. So him and Mark Ingram coming off, back off PEDs. Mark Ingram was PEDs too, right? Was his yeah. uh, behavior. Yeah. I, um, I don't know yet. So I think that if, if this is the week that you want to play him, it's this week. He's starting Mark Ingram. Um, he's starting Julian Edelman. So I feel like it's going to take him a few games to get back into game shape. Um, I think Juju's going to have a big game. David Johnson's going to have a big game. And Jordan Reed's going to have a big game. So, on the other side, I like Amari Cooper's. I like what I saw out of Amari Cooper last week. Uh, eight catches, 120-plus 100, yards in his TD. Alshon Jeffrey is looking sharp, and he torched the Vikings last time he played them in the in in NFC Championship game. Uh, Marshawn Lynch is a stud. Like he's found the fountain of youth somehow, some way, and just just been doing it. I think he he's doing it for the city of Oakland. He knows that they're leaving soon or or, or going to Vegas soon, so he's doing it for the city of Oakland. And D.D. Westbrook, he might he might have thirty points against Kansas City. So stack that up with Blake Bortles. Do you know what I'm saying? You're taking the L this week. Yeah, I uh, 
I don't know. I think I might have to go with you. Mark's team defies all logic. Like, last week I did pick him, and they finally got got it right, and maybe maybe he knows something I don't know. I will say, um, I got a quote from his team. Uh, let me pull it up here. Oh, I got one, too. Can I pull mine up? You go yeah, yeah. All right, so this was um, – because Mark sent me his ratings. Um, I guess he lost to Brad earlier in the season, and um, Brad beat him. But but Mark, so out of respect, Mark ranked uh, Brad above him in the rankings. But he wanted everyone to know his dick is definitely bigger, longer, and wider. And he's working the sides while Brad only works the front and the back. <laughs> I'm telling you, I promise you, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> that was gold, Mark. I like that. I like that. Right. It, it definitely is. But let me read you his quote from about his team. I asked him how he feels this week. He says, every game is important for us. doesn't matter what what the next week is, who we play, whether it's a bye week, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Halloween, Columbus Day. We don't care. We're just, not, we're just out here trying to get, get, a, get a W. And that's that. Yeah, man, I got to say, Poppy's Angels has the best PR team in the biz. He does. He does. Maybe we should invite him back on. He turned us down once. I mean, rightfully so. We disrespected him. You know? Well, I I know they've had a couple of hurricanes, so we got to check on the internet infrastructure down there in Miami. Maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot well, about that. <laughs> we got to run some speed, some speed tests. Um, <laughs> everything, everything looks right on paper. For Suggs, like he's two and two, like he said he was. He's like, I need to be two and two, which his team sh- should be behind that. But everyone's back. Um, I think you're right. I can see them disappointing here, and then Poppy's Angels moves on. So I'm picking them, Poppy's Angels, to get the win. All right, next game. Next game, where are we? So we got in second place. The dog abides going against in eighth place myself, old lightning. Right now, dog abides is a heavy favorite, projected for 132 against my 113. I'm rolling out there, as previously mentioned, Dion Lewis and Keelan Cole. I'm going to be starting David and Joku because I got Trey Burton on by. The usual suspects, Antonio Brown and, and Stefan Diggs. Uh, it's ugly. Dog, he's got Philip Rivers, Adam Thielen, Kenny Galladay, Todd Gurley, Sony Michelle, uh, fastest man in the league, George Kittle, and, and Sammy Watkins. What do you think about this? It's going to get ugly, right? It's going to get ugly. Um, is there a reason you're not starting John Brown? Been good all year. Uh, yeah, I think I think he's going to get the rookie in Cleveland, who's actually been really good, the rookie quarterback. Um, yeah, and, and you know we used about DD earlier. I'm taking Keelan Cole against Kansas City because that's just going to it's going to be a shootout. No, no Leonard Fournette, so Jacksonville's offense is actually going to play good. 
Um, and they're gonna they're gonna have to do some scoring. And I'm just hoping I need a big week, and I'm hoping Cole can get me that in a, in a good matchup against KC. It's just a better matchup, basically. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, uh, we said it last week. Said it again this week. Dolph's team is just solid all the way through. I mean, if you beat him, you'll have to have another week like last week where you had somebody go for 40 that you weren't expecting. Um, and maybe A.B. will wake up. Maybe A.B. will be that guy and, and, and turn up. And it could easily be Diggs as well. But I'm just not, like, going into this week thinking that, that that's going to happen. As opposed to Dog, everybody on his team can have an average game. And that's average for everybody on his team is 15 points. Like, yeah. start at the top, Philip Rivers, they sling it. Adam Thielen, PPR Monster, Kenny Galladay, uh, Babytron, Todd Gurley, Todd Gurley, Sony Michelle is coming on. Uh, and, and if Sammy Watkins gets his hamstring right, we'll see. But, I mean, he can put somebody in there and deflect. I'm sorry, Corey Davis was on his bench after last week. Yeah, dude. And Freeman. Yeah, his his team is fucking stacked. Stacked. Way to go, dog. Um not 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 to say anything bad about your team as far as like the talent. It's just there's a lot of people that I can see getting like five points. Deion Lewis, Alex Collins. It could happen. Just saying. Yeah. I'm not gonna talk about Dog's team because all I'm gonna say about his, he's got some tough matchups. I think he's got some tough decisions to make. So I'm gonna make him think about it on his own. Maybe there's some people on his bench I don't want him to start. Maybe there's some people in the starting lineup. I do want them to start. I don't know. We won't know until the week's over. But I will say about my team, got some nice matchups. Antonio Brown, he's at home. Him and Big Ben at home against Atlanta, who them and Kansas City, probably the worst two defenses in the league. Both those teams are going to score 40. Uh, it's, I mean, there's going to be uh, Antonio Brown. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, 15. 15 points. 10 for um, 17. One of the worst defenses in the league. Yeah, so, but that's still solid. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying he's going to put up 30, but if there's a chance, it's it's coming here. Then, okay. Keelan Cole going upside. Playing Kansas City, they're going to need to throw the ball, uh, especially compared to, I think he's a better option than John Brown. Better option than Kenny Stills on the road. Um, Alfred Morris is just taking up space on my bench. Um, David Njoku, decent bye week option. Obviously, would rather be playing uh, Burton, but got to do what you got to do. Deion Lewis, I will say this. Buffalo has a pretty good run defense. They are susceptible to the pass, especially uh, running backs catching passes. So, if he can somehow find the end zone, that could be could be a decent week. Um, if he can Diggs, get the end zone, he, he's good for 20. Yeah. Diggs, Philadelphia's defense is not what they were last year, especially on the outside. I think well, they're missing one of their cornerbacks. Or is it a cornerback or a defensive end? But, yeah, it's, um, it's McLeod, isn't it? Isn't McLeod hurt? I don't know. I know they're they're weak against the pass though, and they're pretty good up the middle, which is why I think 
I might get the better end of Diggs versus Thielen this week. Because uh, they're decent cover in the slot, and Thielen's playing most, doing most of his work in the slot. And then Goff, I mean, he's he's a bomber. He's just gonna he's gonna he throw throw it out there. So uh, I think he can. Yeah, he can duel with with Rivers. I'm not too worried about that. So um, yeah, need need a couple of good breaks, but I, I think it could be if you go one by one. The only one where I see myself having no chance at all is Gurley. So as long as Gurley doesn't score 40, then I think I have a chance. Like if you if you go matchup by matchup. And that's my my theory of how I pull off the upset. So, picking myself. All right. Spit on that one. Yeah, spit on that one. Next up, the battle for Christian McCaffrey's heart. The new run CMC versus the old run CMC. Two and two in fifth place. We got Brad. Two and two in seventh place. Going against Kareem Pie. Uh, right now, the projections, Brad's favored by a lot, but uh, Tron doesn't have a, a running back in. And I honestly don't know who who he's going to start. Um, he's got Jordan Howard on by, got Ronald Jones on by. Gio Bernard is worthless if Mixon's not playing, so it looks like he's he going to be rolling. He doesn't have a tight end. Oh, is that what it is? Tight end. Okay. Um, Maybe we'll go with Hayden Hurst. Who knows? Um, Who is that? Hayden Hurst? I think, I think he's like a, the Ravens rookie tight end. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So far this year, he's gotten um, big big numbers. Zero in the first game, zero in the second game, zero in the third game, zero in the fourth game. So this this looks like a breakout spot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Brad's obviously got Brad's got Kirsten McCaffrey. He's got Julio in Pittsburgh that you know we obviously think it's gonna be a high scoring game. Brandon Cooks, I think Cups had his big game. Woods has had his big game. I think McVeigh is so good he decides before the game who's going off and I think he might decide this week it's Brandon Cooks time. I think it happens by default. Nobody can stop the top. Now, he's going to pop that top off so quick because no Earl Thomas. So, you're absolutely right. It's Brandon Cooks. It's Brandon Cooks' week. Yeah. Um, Kareem Hunt. I could see Kareem Hunt having a decent week. Um, what we talked about kind of with the, the Travis, Travis Kelsey thing uh, where – Jacksonville's so good on the outside. The only way you can attack that defense is check downs with the running back and, and Kelsey. So, um, I don't know. It's going to be going to be close. What do you think? Yeah, so, I think if, if, if Trump was going to score under 100 points, it would be this week. Um, with the Mahomes-Hunt matchup going against Jacksonville. So, you can see him going, dumping off to to Hunt, but I can also see Hunt getting lost in the sauce. Like maybe Jacksonville puts up some points. They don't have time. They try to run the ball. They get stopped a few times, and they're forced 
to throw the ball. And I don't think Mahomes is like uh, – he's too good for just dump downs all the time. You know what I mean? And he'll – watching that Denver game, him getting out of the pocket, I literally think he's unstoppable. Like, they, I don't think he's going to play any better defense on him that, that than, than Denver did. Maybe have better players, but as far as scheme-wise, I just think he's unstoppable. So that's going to bode well for people like Kelsey or – the receivers, Tyreek Hill, all those other Mirage receivers that they have. But it could it could go well for Hunt. You never know. Um, Lamar Miller, I'm, I'm, I'm never a fan. I'll never be a fan. Last week is why. Four points, just not going to get it done. Um, Jordy Nelson, is he back? What do you – is is he back? Is he a stud again? Spins out. I don't know. He never left. I don't think I don't think he lost a step last year. I just think Kaiser was terrible, and he locked on to Adams. I think he just dropped back. He, because the way their offense was set up, uh, what's Jordy would run a lot of the deep routes, and um, Adams worked like the intermediate stuff. And so I think he would just – that was his first read. So he would go there, and he either didn't have enough time for Jordy to, to get open or he, he was just getting rid of the ball because he was, he was scared. So he never left. Never left? Gotcha. Well, look at the matchups. I think it's a good week for the fake CMC. I think uh, Christian McCaffrey coming back by as well as punches. I didn't think Funches was a stud, but he's putting up stud numbers, like moderate stud numbers. Yeah, maybe 14, 16. Last two games, he's been pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's the number one receiver in their offense. Like, he's – I mean, he's just – he's all right. You know, that's perfect. That always describes him perfectly. Yeah. Julio Jones against, the, uh, against Pittsburgh. I can just see them – I. I can just see him chucking it up to Julio all day. He just, if you throw it in his vicinity, he typically, like, he typically comes down with it in that, if if, if it's a decent catchable ball. Because, like, watching him last week, caught a few passes, and I was just like, wow. That that didn't even look like Matt Ryan had his eyes open. It just looked like he just closed his eyes and chucked it down there for him. And I think he's going to do a lot of that against Pittsburgh. So... I got run CMC. The new Same. CMC taking the win. Yeah, I'm going him as well. Um, Keenan Allen struggling this week. Demaryius Thomas, I think he's done. Uh, and this is the worst matchup the Chiefs will have all year. So this is probably the best week to to catch Kareem Pie. So yeah, both going to run CMC there. Um, all right. Next up, this was. This is supposed to be the uh, exciting undercard, but we had a guest drop out. So, in 11th place. Again. Again. <laughs> in 11th place, we got Grit at 1-3. and three. Going against the only 0-4 team in the league. Um, before the year, actually, I, I believe it was... 
drama, I asked in a side text if Bill had ever played fantasy football before, because I really wasn't sure. He knows he obviously watches a lot of football, but I didn't know if he played fantasy. And, and so far, it looks like he hasn't uh, at 0-4. So you were favored in this one. Um, you want to you start or do you want me to start? You can start. All right. Some good things Bill has going for him here. He's got Drew Brees at home on Monday night. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's going to break the passing record this game, so I feel like they're, that narrative always kind of works in their favor. He's also starting Cameron Meredith, uh, and he's got Chris Thompson. So a lot of points coming from that game. Um, so could work in his favor. Ezekiel Elliott is banged up, but it's looking like he's going to play. But, man, Zeke has looked – Really good this season. Uh, pulling up his numbers, he had 34 last game, 14, 19, 17. Um, looking like a first-round pick. Or really solid first-round pick. Um, Kyle Rudolph, I think, is a tough matchup. Philly, I think they're going to cover the tight end pretty well. Um, Gronk, on your side, I don't know what's going on with him. Um, last year, I had Gronk everywhere. This year, I I didn't because, in the words of Hugh Jackson, Felt like I used up all my luck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's, I know he's like day to day right now, but I think last week they might have just taken him out because they were dominating so bad. So you could get a, I could see a big game coming out of him, and then them just like putting him into, to like a, a medically induced coma for a couple of days so his body can heal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean. I like your core of young receivers. You got Tyler Boyd, Cooper Cup, Calvin Ridley. I will say, Tyler Boyd is the guy who I really wanted. Um, he's awesome, and I mean, he was he was good his rookie year. I think he struggled with an injury last year, but and it's looking like he's. I mean, not only like he's behind AJ Green, but I think he's a lot better, underrated compared to the average football fan knowing who he is. Like. He should be up there, and if he gets a couple big games on national TV, he's gonna put him up. Because I mean, his last three games, 21, 25, 21. That's like, that's pretty massive production. So, yeah. and then Saquon Barkley is a he's a great fantasy football player. Like especially for PPR, the Giants are terrible, and I don't watch their football games because. It's so frustrating to watch, but um, I mean, he's awesome for fantasy. So I'm going going with you in I think what what should be a high scoring game on both sides. I think you guys are are both going to put up points. I could see this being like a 140, 150 game. Ooh, 140, 150. Oh yeah. I, I hope Bill doesn't score that. I hope I do. Um, I'm a little nervous about this game. I'm a little nervous. Um, I I I like Calvin Ridley, but he's very touchdown dependent, as we touched on before. But he's going against Pittsburgh, who has a very porous secondary, and he just has a knack for finding end zone. Like when like he doesn't, and the thing about him is like he doesn't even he's not even in every single play until they get in the red zone, which is why I also think he's good. It's because they were so bad in the red zone last year, so I think that plays to my advantage. Going up against the shoddy secondary, he's the red zone breaker. Uh, yeah, he I actually. I did when we were when we were talking trade today. I actually pulled up 
stats because I was curious about that. Um, he's only playing on like 50% of snaps. Like he ran, I mean, I think out of like 60 plays they ran last game, he only ran 36 routes as opposed to Julio who ran like 57. So interesting to your point. Your point's like dead on what you're saying. Yeah. So we'll see what I get out of him. I got to get a big game out of Gronk, man. Like he's, he's got to do something for me. He's just fucking wasting space right now. The tight end position is so hard to judge. Like, Oh god, I, I I'm not mad that I picked him because I, I think it was the right pick, but it's just fucking really letting me down. Uh, Saquon is Saquon. The only reason I'm not more excited about Saquon is because fucking Alvin Kamara is going the fuck off for forty every week, and he was chosen to pick after me, or after Saquon. So it's just like it, it's bittersweet. I love to see those twenty points a game. But god damn, would it be nice to get forty? Um. Cooper Cup, I love I love my rece- I love my wide receiver ones and wide receiver two now. I was in the beginning of the year that was my weak point. Now I think it's a, not a strong point of my team, but it's a very solid point. So I like the targets that Boyd has been getting, like the the short crossing routes, stop routes, out routes. He's getting all of those. Um, and Cooper Cup in that offense, I, I think it's going to eat. It's it's time for a forty point Aaron Rodgers game. It's time for it. I'm tired of his gay ass fucking fumbling the ball. He lost me four points last week off some fucking bullshit fumble and an interception. Come on now. Get your shit together, Aaron. Take your ass back to West Hollywood for, for a couple of days and get your shit together. But um, the reason I'm nervous is because, like you said, on the other side, he's got Drew Brees on, in prime time going for a record. He's got the stack with Cameron Meredith, Zeke that's balling, and he's also got Chris Thompson that Adrian Peterson has an injury, an ankle injury, and Alex Smith doesn't throw past five yards. So I went up against Chris Thompson two weeks ago in another league, and he had fucking 15 catches, something like that. It was ridiculous. So I'm I'm scared against the Saints defense that that could happen again. And I, I, think, I think Green Bay, we can do a good job of shutting Marvin Jones down. I, I think we can. Golden Tate, on the other hand, He's he's quick. He can get in there. We don't we don't we're not good at at, at, at checking those quick receivers like that. I think Golden Tate's gonna have a big game, but I hope we can shut Marvin Jones down. So I'm gonna go with myself with the win, man. I didn't like what I did last week, even though it got me to win. Even though I got the win, going against myself, I'm going against myself. I'm going for myself this week. Yeah, we've got a. I feel like we've got a history of of rookies just. Well, I guess Sam had a good year last year, but usually whenever somebody's first year in the league, they struggle for some reason, uh, whether it's their their fault or their own. I think in Bill's case, he's had some tough scoring weeks against him, but I could see it continuing. So I think we're both taking you here. Um, last game, game of the week. Mm. Second week in a row. Mm. Das Boot is in prime time. I think... This could be a championship preview or semifinal preview. Very likely two teams that are going to be battling for first round bye. Um, Daspu in first place, 4-0. Bearju in fourth place, 2-2. Two two, but he's the highest scoring team in the league. And I'm sure that will average out eventually. Obviously, Daspu is being carried by... Alvin Kamara right now. And oddly enough, 
he's he's benefiting from Fournette not playing because he has Yeldon. Like, because Yeldon catches passes, whereas Fournette never really did that. Fournette would get 30 carries and no catches, whereas Yeldon's getting less carries, but a couple of those checkdowns. Um, he's got Josh Gordon in the lineup tomorrow night. Excited to see how that goes. Uh, and then the Bear Jew, Michael Thomas and Melvin Gordon, just week after week after week. And I, I don't see it, it changing this week with both their matchups. Um, then the game I'm excited, the most excited for, the player I'm the most excited for going against, the matchup I'm most excited for, Tyree Kill going against Jalen Ramsey, Kansas City versus Jacksonville. I cannot wait for that. I don't think anyone can stop Tyree Kill unless only like a, a scheme can stop him, not not a single player because he's the fastest guy alive. So I know they've, they've been like talking smack on ESPN and in the media and stuff, but I really doubt Jalen Ramsey will actually cover him one-on-one that much. They'll probably like bracket him or, or do some kind of zone. Um, so I don't know. I think uh, I could see Kamara just continuing to carry them. What do you think? Yeah, man. Um, I just got to say, it's got to feel good for AJ to have this going right now. Coming up, wearing that last face shirt at the at the, at the the draft, and now he's projecting 135 a week. That, 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 that's got to feel good, right? Like, that, that has got to feel great. Um, but looking at the matchups, like you said, I don't, see, I don't see Thomas stopping. I was lucky last week to only get what I got out of him. What do you have? Uh, Eight point eight point seven points last week. That was the most. That might have been. No, 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 no. Because no, Monday night was tough to watch. But that, that that was a stressful game to watch, dude. Because coming from what he has done leading up into that game, and knowing that the Giants secondary is good, but it's not like they have a bad team. So. It, I, I was expecting 40 out of Michael Thomas last week, and thank God that didn't happen. So I, I see him having a bounce-back week. Like I said about Golden Tate, I think he's going to eat against Green Bay. Um, Melvin Gordon's going to eat. Aaron Jones, he is the number one back in Green Bay. I think that's solid. Um, Tyreek Hill, I think I, th- I think he's going to have a game bust. I think he's going to have a 40-point game and, and make people say, are the Jags for real? I think, watch, you heard it here first, hot take. Um, but looking on AJ's side, I know that he wins. I know that he's 4-0. But do you really see his team making it to the championship with Mike Williams and Josh Gordon at his wide receiver 1-2? and two? No, I will say it's a team I'm not scared to play. Right, exactly. I if if I got in a wild card, I would want to be on his side. Nothing yeah. against his team, but I would rather play his team than Sam's team. Um, Agree. Because his, his team is very very wide, oh, running back dependent. Yeldon is good, but Kamara is getting forty a game. God damn, he's he's projected twenty seven points. That's incredible. Um, 
And then uh, James White in his flex, I, I think that uh, Jerry Cook has been uh, been better than Gronk. So he's he's uh, the tight end one. He's the number one scoring tight end. Yeah, and honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't see that stopping because him and him and Derek Carr have a good connection. It's not like some tight ends you might see getting fluke ass points here and there, or 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 if the if the game's out of hand, they'll get a couple dump downs that pad their stats. He's getting primetime targets, and I, it's just they, they have a good connection. But I don't think that that's going to fuck with the Bear Jew this week. Um, that's not going to be enough to overcome the top tier talent because Bear Jew has, oh, I mean, Dodge Boot has strengths at running back, tight end, and flex. Bear Jew has it from top to bottom. There's no hole in his team. I'm sorry, tight end. Maybe tight end, but we'll see what happens uh, not, this week. Not even. I mean, Vance looks pretty good. And he's had – and the first game back, they were, like, integrating him. And then he had 21 when he murdered Chris Conte on live television. And then uh, he had nine last week against Baltimore. He's, like, a solid defense. So, yeah. um, I could see – yeah, I could see him putting up the points this week. But, yeah, to your point, yeah. no weaknesses. I'll be curious to see if he actually plays Aaron Jones, because um, he's got he's got Hyde, he's got a Jai, so see what happens there. He's got options. <laughs> I would love to have that on my bench to just uh, you know I'll play Hyde this week or I'll I'll play Aaron Jones. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice luxury to have. But yeah, I'm going with the, I'm going with the Bear Jew with the win. It's gonna be a high scoring game. I think one uh, thirties. 130 to 120. High-ish scoring game. I'm going Bear Drew, too. Uh, I don't think this is going to continue with Kamara. I stand by all of my thoughts at the beginning of the season. Like, if it if it continues and I'm wrong, then, I mean, it's the greatest season since, like, Lydia Tomlinson and Marshall Falk. Like, he's – but I don't think that will happen, so. Maybe this will be the week it happens. Hopefully it happens when I play him, whenever that is. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going Bear Jew, too. Nice. All right. Uh, all right. So I wasn't tracking who we were picking. So whoever we picked, good luck to them. Um, anything else you want to add? Yeah, um, I'm thinking back to when I played AJ. He was projected, I think he was projected 118 points with all his starters in when I played him. And now he's projected 135. Yeah, we got to figure out a new projection system or something else. There's got to be another another source out there that, that does it. Yeah, yeah. Well, man, it's a great show. I think we got some right. uh, good analysis in here. Hope everybody listens. We'll see you next week. Later.